Hello and welcome to episode four of the Paul Norton podcast. Wow, four episodes in and I can't believe the positive feedback and just all the comments and the shares and the downloads that have come in. Last week I done a podcast on confidence and motivation and that podcast alone blew me away with the dms i got with the shares and just people genuinely interested in what i have to say this episode today i have been looking forward to doing it for a while now as you see with the title it is called sleep stress and sex now in no way am i claiming to be the sleep expert i'm not the stress guy and i'm not the sex guru as much as i would like to think i am but what i am is a guy with a lot of experience a lot of personal experience in these areas and also experience from what I have helped my clients achieve but also seen what my mum went through and my family members. Now sleep is such an area that is not spoke about enough in the industry. Now you not getting enough sleep or getting too much sleep it's not going to change what a calorie is it's not going to make you gain fat it's not going to make you lose fat but there can be an argument that lack of sleep can play around with your hunger hormones i know from a personal point of view and my clients if i don't get enough sleep the next day I'm feeling hungry and I won't be bothered to make the good food instead I will go for the pizza or the KFC or I'll take the easy option out now I used to be in a job where I was working long hours you know 16 17 a few times I just done 24-hour shifts and when I'm a bit younger, a young fella, you know, sleep, why do we have to sleep? You know, there's 24 hours in a day, we don't need to sleep, don't need to sleep. But the older I got, the more I help clients, the more I value my sleep to a such a high regard. Now, when I don't get enough sleep, it's not how good I feel the next day, but for me I have found it's how it makes me feel if I don't get enough sleep seven eight nine hours sleep I wake up the next morning and I just feel like shit now there's an argument to be made that too much sleep is too bad for you but it doesn't outweigh 
the importance of not getting enough sleep. Too much sleep is going to be a bigger detriment to your health and fitness compared to having too much sleep. You know, the human body, and as humans, we are the only species in the world that purposely try not to sleep. Now, again, sleep improves so much areas. I remember back in New Zealand coming home at 11, 12, 1am in the morning having my food dinner that time then waking up the next day at 5am to go back to work this is not a life and it's not sustainable and I see so much people come to me and you know they're getting home at 6, 7, 8 o'clock in the evening they're on their phones for 2 hours but then they make the excuse that they haven't got time to cook food or haven't got time to do this and we just make excuses. Now, there's no excuse for not getting enough sleep. It's very simple. If you have to get up at 6 a.m., just count backwards. So you want to get seven, eight, nine hours sleep, count backwards. Go to bed at nine o'clock, put the phone away. The biggest picture I've had is setting a bedtime but also putting the phone away. What I've noticed the last couple of weeks is if I'm on my phone right up in the bedtime, my mind is just so distracted. If I put the phone away at maybe 8 o'clock, read a book, I'm asleep by 10 o'clock. I wake up the next day and I feel fresh. You know, I feel like my day is productive. Last night, I was having issues with my Instagram and I was on my phone up until 10 p.m. And again, my sleep this morning, it just wasn't there. I just woke up not feeling myself. This is a massive, massive area which we need to address. Not enough people are setting time aside for sleep, for naps, for just making the body heal. And I have this thing I do at night time, which I got off another trainer, James Smith. And we go to the same cafe in Bondi here. But his tip to me was, when he goes to bed every time in night time, he listens to a podcast. And on Spotify and on the iPhone, there is a sleep timer. So what I do is, I will pick a podcast, whether it's learning, whether it's meditation, set the timer for 15, 20 minutes. As I'm laying there falling asleep, you know, I have a podcast in the background. That podcast to me helps me just rewind and it also I've trained my mind to know that it's time to sleep when this podcast is on again it may sound silly but it works I can guarantee you if you can start to get seven eight hours sleep you're going to improve your productivity and work 
you're going to be more motivated to eat clean, eat healthy. You're going to be more motivated to train. Your sex life is going to improve. I used to be the guy who would come home at, you know, 7, 8 p.m. Knock back a pre-workout, go to the gym. Looking back now, it was horrendous what I put my body through. Caffeine, especially pre-workout at 8 p.m. at night time, just to get a workout is not what we should be doing. If you haven't got time for a workout, that's fine. You can either wake up earlier or you just prioritize what you're doing to make time. But we need to understand is we can't fit everything into one day. I used to be always trying to do things and do things and do things and I'll go to bed at 11, 12 o'clock. Now I make a conscious effort of in bed at 9 o'clock, asleep by 10. My clients have had the best results, the best breakthrough when they have got that enough sleep. Again, having enough sleep brings me into my next topic, stress. Now, stress is a massive, massive area that we all feel we need to be stressed. I've done a lot of self-development courses. I've been through this myself. I've seen my parents go through this. And we gotta imagine we are in control of how we feel. This may seem simple, but if you walk outside your door and if a bird shits on you, it's your choice whether you acknowledge that it's happened, you can't change it, move on, be happy, say hello to the stranger with the dog, or you can rant and rave, you can kick your feet and you can be in a big huff for the day that a bird has shit on your head. Again, you control how you feel. When I got stuck in Australia, you know, I could have made all the excuses, the world's against me, this happened, this happened, or I can acknowledge the fact that I got stuck in Australia. I can then acknowledge the fact that I have the choice to be stressed, be miserable, and panic. Or I have the choice to look at a situation and think of the worst possible scenario. Worst possible scenario is stuck in Australia. I stay here for a few weeks. I spend all my money. I end up being homeless for a few weeks. I get a emergency flight back home to Ireland to my family. That's number 10. As soon as you work down the ladder, my situation is at a number one. What's the positives? Well, stuck in Australia, beautiful country. I can go downtown, book myself into a accommodation, and I can enjoy the moment. Not many people get the chance to be in Australia. So why would I complain? 
stress is the number one killer for people we all get stressed about our job we get stressed about our weight loss we get stressed about our weight gains but it's about how you view it and what your body language is a mentor of mine is really big on this concept of how you use your body language and i have used this with my clients and it is absolutely amazing the breakthrough they've had your body language says a lot you know when we start using the terms like i am afraid or i am nervous or i am stressed or i need to lose fat or i need to lose weight what about if we rephrase how we say these words how about we say I'm grateful for the fact that I get the chance to improve my body or I'm grateful because I get the chance to experience something new or I am grateful because I get the chance to get stronger. We all have this conception of that we have to be stressed but if we can just rephrase how we see things it's all a learning curve and stress is a state it's how we view our state you know we're not born stressed we're not born happy we're not born nervous we're not born confidence we've already been through confidence motivation being through sleep but stress is such a common error because We've so much seen on social media that's leading you to feel stress. And we all feel we have this certain deserve devil. I've been there before. My ex-partners would tell you I was the biggest stress head you could come across. Always overthinking. Always thinking the worst case scenario. But never thinking of positives. The brain is always going to find the easiest option what i mean is when something bad happens your brain is weak your brain is always going to find the easiest option to the outcome it's never going to try to dig deep and try thinking the positives let's look at lockdown lockdown is a good example is we can easily get stressed we can easily panic because it's easy but how about we look at the positives? What's the positives of being in a six weeks lockdown? Well, bars, restaurants are shut. But it just wipes away temptation. Some of the best results my clients have got has been over lockdown. Just because gyms are closed doesn't mean you cannot get the results you want. As I said, fitness is not built on having a six-pack. It's not built on having an arse seal. It's not built on having biceps like machine guns. Fitness is built on confidence, you know, motivation, having self-worth, having better sleep quality, less stress, better sex life. That's what fitness is. We don't need a gym for this. So this six weeks lockdown, rather than stress, think of the positives. Well, the positives is no temptation. Positives is 
I've got more time to pre-cook my food. Positives is I've got more time to study about the body, study other areas. The positive is I've got no time to actually go for walks. I've got time to do home workouts. Positive is I can actually spend 15, 20 minutes every day stretching. I can become more flexible. I can do yoga classes. I can do platy classes. You know, I've really wanted to learn how to do shadow boxing. But now I've got time. Once you can smother positivity with negativity, your stress levels will drop immensely. You know, we all stress about when we get a new job. We all stress about trying to get a pay raise. We're always just stressing. It's like when you talk to a girl for the first time. You're always stressing as, will she like me? Will she say yes if I ask her out? Has she a boyfriend? You know, we're causing ourselves that stress. What if we were to turn that around and use different language? What's, what about if she says yes? Or when she says yes, I'm going to be really excited to take her for a date. And when she says she has not a boyfriend, I'm so grateful that I can take her out on a date. It's about how we just rephrase what we're saying. Again, I am sad. I am negative. I lack confidence. This is my body language. When I start doing these videos, I had self-doubt. I had stress. You know, I'm stressing out. Stressing the fact that what I'm saying is not going to come across right. Stressing that people are not going to listen to this podcast. But again, how about I rephrase what I say? I'm really grateful that I get the chance to have my own podcast and inspire people to live a better and healthier, fulfilled life with my experiences to what I have gained and learned. How does that sound? Again, their stress, stress is gone. So now, me doing this podcast, there's no stress because I've already outlined a positive outcome. Again, we stress about our weight loss, you know, we stress about our diets, our macros. But again, change your body language. I'm really upset this week because I didn't get enough protein. How about we change language? I'm really grateful this week because I didn't hit my protein targets. And it makes me realize that next week I have the capacity to hit my protein targets. These little small tricks are just little mind games to reverse stress because stress is self-inflicted your boss doesn't say to you when you sign that job you have to be stressed a big catchphrase i use is to my clients is just imagine that job is not stressing about you what i've learned is with stress is having a list a list is the most powerful thing you can own because you own a list you make a list you are scheduling scheduling your day to what fits you. So having a list, having your top priorities at number one, working down the list, ultimately cuts that stress in half. If I don't get that list done today, it's no biggie. It just moves on till tomorrow. But I've already started off my day doing the, the tasks that matter to me the most. And as I get down today, if I have tasks left, I will do them tomorrow.
again, we control stress. Stress brings me to my next point, sex. Again, sex is a massive area that's just not spoken about enough. Fitness, again, I'll keep saying it. It's not about the abs or the steel or the bum of steel or the big arms. This has to be factored into health and fitness. Sex is great. Who doesn't love sex? Who doesn't love sex? Why is sex related to my six pillars? I've always said this. As soon as you feel you need to have the lights off during sex, it's game over. Because having the lights off is the biggest insecurity you can have. Again, I've been there before. I used to be overweight and I used to take the easy option of having the lights off. A big thing here in Australia is most of the houses have built-in wardrobes. And instead of having just um, a fold-out door, they actually have sliding, sliding doors with full mirrors. So basically you have your bed on the right hand side and you have basically a whole mirror image looking back. So any insecurities you have won't be long coming out when you're in Australia. But again, it brings me back to the point that, you know, confidence is a massive issue when it comes to sex because Again, having sex with light, lights off is it's not enjoyable for anyone we need to have confidence to be able to have the lights on we need to have confidence to look in that mirror and we need to be able to smile at what looks back not hide away I used to be very bad for covering my belly in public in the shower cover my belly and again it took me so long for me to learn how to be confident, motivated, how to improve these areas. What I've learned about fitness and sex and even relationships is we need to support ourselves. So what I mean by this is we can't expect our partners to make us feel better. We can't expect our partners to push us to go to the gym. We can't expect our partners to tell us every single day how good we are you know how good looking we are how special we are to me this has been the biggest learning curve i can take out of past relationships and also relating sex to confidence and motivation unless i can support myself unless i can make myself happy unless i can make myself confident motivated I need to make myself have better sleep, have less stress. If I can tie them five areas in and also find someone who has the same exact mindset, then your sex life goes to that next level. But your sex life cannot be fantastic if one person is not on the same level. You imagine you have a partner one partner 
support themselves you know they've got the confidence and motivation each day they do it for themselves the other partner relies on the partner to boost them up already it's game over for me i feel a good sex relationship is the difference between toxic and non-toxic if you haven't got a healthy sex relationship with your partner you might as well be just friends and that is what i have experienced from my past relationships but also what my clients have spoke to me again this is my opinion and it's what has gone through me but also my clients you know again we're trying to tie in sex relationships confidence but it all comes back to being in a job you don't like so not that we're going off topic here but it all comes back to that confidence motivation and so much people stay in relationships just for the sake of it i've have friends who have been together with their partners for six seven eight ten years and they're miserable and they've told me they're miserable and upon asking why they're still in that relationship the answer always comes back to we have kids together or i've been with them for you know so long now and i'm 35 years of age and i can't be single and again it comes back to your job how many people are in a job now they hate this was me i spent three years in a job i absolutely hated and it took me three years to get my arse in action and leave that job and it was the best thing that i ever ever done again relationships we can't be in relationships just for the sake of it if you're not happy with how things are whether it's your sex life it's trust issues you need to earn them out before you go any further again support yourself if you can improve these other areas your confidence motivation self-worth improving your sleep improving your stress they are going to be what gets you from level one to level 50 shades of gray that's been the biggest breakthrough i've come across not being insecurity because we're all insecure but again if we can find a way to support ourselves find a way to realize that our partner is there to give us support but also not to support us now i learned this week is what's the opposite of support challenge so much of us and even me expected my partner to support me and i've seen this before i've done it before when things have failed and i've blamed my partner because you didn't support me and i didn't get this job because you didn't support me it's all your fault i'm trying my best here and you haven't given me your full support what that is doing is just being the blame game we're just trying to blame others because we haven't pushed past the barriers now you got to imagine we have a comfort zone a comfort zone is not where we should be not where we should be same with your sex life your sex life shouldn't be at just cruise mode your sex life should be always improving always improving 
And if that means getting feedback from your partner, if that means telling your partner some feedback, that's what you need to do. I had a client last week ask me a question and she asked me that, Paul, is it hard and is it nasty if I tell my partner that he needs to be more active, he needs to have better food, he needs to lose some weight? And I says, no, you have to have the fine line. You know, you got to imagine you got two people, they have a connection, they have trust. If you can't tell your partner how you feel, then that's a good sign that it's not working. You can't hide behind closed doors. If you're not happy with any issues, they need to be ironed out. Because what happens is issues over time just turn into resentment and resentment and resentment. And again, this is my opinion and I've seen it before and my clients have all come through the same process. When them clients have took this issue to their partners, you would not believe what happens. The partner doesn't get angry, he doesn't get offended, but he's grateful for the feedback. Just like that, that issue is solved. Again, your job is not to support your partner. Your job is to give them support, but also challenge your partner. If I had someone support me every single day of the week, what happens? I go to my comfort zone. You can't grow in your comfort zone. You just cannot grow. Now, it's easy for me to support someone every step of the way, give them praise and tell them everything is fantastic. But again, if you feel that something needs to be a rose, if you feel that your partner needs to be in better shape, eat healthy, you know, lose some weight. It's going to benefit two parties. It's not nasty, it's not bad. Again, you're showing support. But also, you have to look after yourself as well. Again, it's working as a team. What I found is, I need to be challenged. What this means is, I can't expect praise for everything I do like these podcasts, like my Instagram, my social media, the results I get my clients. I've learned not to expect praise because as soon as you expect expect praise the whole time, you attract negativity. So I'll say that again. As soon as you expect praise the whole time, you attract negativity. Now again, getting praise is good But if we expect it the whole time, we're just going to be in our comfort zone. We can't grow in our comfort zone. We can't improve our sex life in our comfort zone. We need to have feedback to grow and be out of our comfort zone. If we don't get feedback, we're stuck in our comfort zone. When we get feedback, we're out of our comfort zone. We're trying different angles. We're trying different costumes or just trying different areas to improve very same as tracking your food that may not work for everyone but you need to try it and then improvise again i'm not the expert in sleep stress and sex but what i am is a guy who has built a lot of knowledge around this 
areas. Sleep stress has been the main driving engines for me to improve. And also sex life and relationships have took a turn from when it was five years ago. If you ask my relationships five years ago what I'm like now, different person. Again, this is just me giving you my experience in what worked for me. The biggest thing I want you to take out of this podcast today is your stress. You control how you feel with stress. If a situation happens, just think of this, it's going to be okay. We're still going to go home. You know, there's people out there losing their lives. There's people out there losing family members. we got to imagine we're going to be okay. No matter what the day throws at you, always think of a positive outcome. Always think of a positive outcome. Yesterday, I stood on the screw. Now, what's the positive outcome? I got myself a free screw. I got myself a funny story on Instagram. I choose. I chose to see the outcome that way. Now I could have chose to complain, to moan, and let it ruin my day, but I didn't. I chose to take the situation, look at it, and then dissect the positive outcomes that could be got from that situation. Before you know it. Your stress levels are zero. Hope this podcast has been a good listen. And I hope it's been helpful in some shape or form. I do appreciate when you listen and you share and download. So please, if you're listening to this podcast, just download it, share it. Because obviously the more I can help people, the better off we're all going to be. You can find me on Instagram under Paul Norton Fitness and the same as Facebook. From me to you, adios.